Welcome to the Kiara Goes Global podcast, a space for young adults to explore all things travel, lifestyle, and well-being. I'm your host, Kiara Mason, and I share my journey as a multi-passionate creative, guiding you to grow into your best self. Through authentically sharing stories and connecting with others on the podcast, we hope to foster an inspired and uplifted community where folks can show up as their full selves, be seen where they're at, and feel hopeful for the future. Thanks for joining this journey with us. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more heavy. I do want to begin with a trigger warning that this episode will include discussions of suicide, death, grief, and other strong emotions and moments. Please only proceed with listening to this episode if you feel like you're in a safe space to do so, and I will be sharing some resources in the episode description and at the end of this episode as well if you are in need of assistance. And remember that you are never alone in how you are feeling. So we are in October now, and the beginning of October marks the anniversary of losing a loved one of mine to suicide. So I am going to share some reflections from a previous blog post I had that reflected on the first year, and then I will have some more discussions about how the second year has felt as well. Looking back on that first year, it was very difficult and very challenging but I did want to hold space to fully reflect on that year and what it looked like to grieve and to still be grieving one year later. As I remember the passing of this person and how absolutely insane that first year was, I'm reminded of duality. Initially, I felt really guilty because I didn't really feel that sad at the start of the day itself. I was expecting to feel a lot sadder, but as the day went on, it hit me at random moments, feeling the sudden urge to burst into tears when wandering around the market in Seattle or taking in the views, or feeling the need to do something to remember them by. I decided to get some flowers and toss them in the ocean, 
which felt like a nice and peaceful moment. Perhaps they are returning to the earth and the ocean that we all come from to begin with. The duality I felt primarily came from the mixed emotions that I had. The anniversary of their passing for the first year occurred when I was in Seattle for work. So even though there were parts of me that felt really sad, I also felt joy and excitement about being in a new city and getting to explore all that it has to offer. And this is where that duality comes in. There are multiple parts of us that can hold multiple emotions at once. We don't have to be one thing or the other. I'm sad and still mourning their death and grieving. And at the same time, I'm excited about being in a new city and having the chance to explore. I'm both heartbroken over losing them and I still love those that are still in my life. I struggle with my mental health and still I'm able to find many moments of joy and happiness. So I think the point is, I feel it all at once. The days surrounding their death were hard. Thinking back to where I was the year prior when they passed was even harder. I remember feeling like I was suddenly in a black hole and I didn't know if that would ever go away. Truthfully, I barely remember anything at all during those first couple of months after I heard the news. Gradually, I began to remember again and get back to myself. There are some folks who study grief that have described it very well, saying that grief doesn't fully go away, but your life grows around your grief. That is exactly how I feel. My life has grown and there's been a lot of big changes that have happened, but it still hurts and it always will. That's how we know it's real. I've also heard grief described as love that has nowhere to go. And that couldn't be more true. When I visited BC again, a couple weeks after the anniversary of the first year of them passing, I was able to visit the cemetery and their grave. The grave is covered in grass now, instead of the dirt that covered it a year ago. There are lots of flowers and hearts in memory of them. Somehow, time has passed, but it feels so strange 
and like it shouldn't be passing without them here. I wish I could feel them nearby, but I don't. Perhaps they are already dancing in the sky. Simultaneously, I know that I don't necessarily need to be at their grave to feel their presence and to remember them. I think that they are all around and I could feel them anywhere. I always need to remind myself that there is no right or wrong way to grieve. Even if I only visit their grave once a year, that's okay. If I don't visit at all, that's okay too. There are other ways to remember them. And for me, one of those ways includes living my own life to the fullest. Another way for me includes focusing on my own mental health because it truly is one of the most important aspects of our life. I will always continue to focus on these aspects because I feel that they are really important to honor their memory. Everyone will have their own experience of grieving and remembering. And it's necessary to honor what feels true for you. I know that I'll never be the same because of their passing. But I think that's okay. Part of me will probably always be grieving and that's okay too. It doesn't just go away after a year or two or five that's how we know that they were special and they had a big impact on our lives. I'm sending so much love to anyone else that is suffering through grief right now. Know that you are not alone and however you choose to grieve is the right way for you to do so. Today at the time of recording this, I am getting very close now, coming up to the two-year anniversary of losing a loved one to suicide. Naturally, as I reach the anniversary of their death, I do a lot more reflecting, and so I'm going to talk a little bit more about what this second year of grieving has looked like for me and safe to say it has been rocky and I'll never be the same. It's not an exaggeration for me to say that ever since that moment of losing them, my life has turned upside down. It's been a very long road for me to accept that. I think for a long time, I tried to keep some of the things in my life the same, but truthfully, I feel like I've outgrown them. 
maybe outgrown isn't even the right word. Maybe it's just that I can't find joy in them anymore. It really does feel like everything is different now that I've lost that person. The first year of me grieving was very challenging, as I'm sure you just heard in some of the things I talked about, but I really did my best to try to take the time that I felt that I needed to grieve. At some point, I'm not sure if it was maybe shortly after that one year mark or somewhere within the second year, I guess that I thought I had done all the grieving that I needed to do. But now it feels like it's coming back again. So I do think it has a lasting impact still and it's never going to fully go away. Now I'm kind of thinking that I might not have grieved properly at all, whatever properly means. But maybe this is just the reason that they say grief comes in waves. And if that is the case, then I'm sure that these waves are going to continue to come and go, likely for the rest of my life. And so I am still in that stage of learning how to ride those waves out. For me, I really feel like there is a distinct mark of before and after. So before I lost them and after I lost them, the losing part kind of really split down the middle for me. And so the things that have been in that after time period hasn't been great. I still can't fully figure out how to hold this grief as I do life. But two years in, it is clear to me that the life I had before is gone. That is a very hard reality for me to accept. And it means the after, the period that I'm in right now, has to change. Perhaps even more than I feel it already has. And so for now, at this point of two years in of grieving, It's still very messy, and I think finding a way forward always will be, at least for my foreseeable future. I'm always thinking of ways to honor them and all those who have gone and who aren't here anymore. A big part of it for me is continuing to remember them making sure they aren't forgotten. Part of it is choosing to live my life to the fullest because I'm still here 
and I feel the need to really make that mean something. It feels as if existing on its own isn't enough, but I really need to fully live. And I'm still figuring out how to do that or what that even really means to me. And I'm not really sure how, but I do think part of it is just living my truth. So right now I will continue to lean into what I feel is the truth for me in this moment and find my own messy way forward. I am sending a lot of love to all of you who may be in the same position as me and who are dealing with grief right now. Know that I am right there with you, figuring it out as I go. At this point, I want to share some resources that might help you if you are on your own grief journey. There is a few different Instagram accounts that I follow. Following them is something I find very helpful. I will include their tags in the episode description so you can check them out. There's also a website called Normalize Grief that is focused on exactly that, normalizing the process of grieving. And there is a helpful PDF guide that I found shortly after I lost my person to suicide. It's called Hope and Healing After Suicide. And it was something that I found to be very helpful. So I will be including that in the episode description as well. My book is also something that deals with various mental health struggles and highlights some parts of my grief journey. And this loss was actually a big driving force for me to publish my book. So if you are interested in exploring that, you can find more details on my website and that will be linked in the episode description as well. If you are at the point where you are contemplating suicide, please seek support immediately. The Canada Suicide Prevention Hotline is available 24-7 for any crisis support. Their phone number is 1-833-456-4566. And there is a different number for Quebec. I will include all of this information in the episode description. And if you do need some ongoing support, the Canadian Mental Health Association is a great organization to check out. Their website has a lot of resources as well. Ultimately, please know that you are not alone, however you're feeling, whether you're struggling with mental health, whether you're in the grieving process, all of it is valid and I am right there in the thick of it with you. And I hope this episode allows you to relate to someone else who's grieving as well. Sending love your way.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Kiara Goes Global podcast. For more ways to connect with us, follow us at Kiara Goes Global and check out our website, kiaragoesglobal.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.